You heard a calling from a void deep inside and you answered ready and found yourself here at Karen's Couch. Welcome to your quest of personal mastery. Hello, 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 my loves. Welcome back to the show and what a treat I've got for you guys today. I have been perturbating, percolating and stirring on a couple of things that jeepers, I hope they're interesting. <laughs> I, I, I woke up this morning and I thought, you know, I've got a day off today and instead of me going and getting my nails done and hair done, I thought I would actually record these podcasts for you guys today because I feel like there's something super, super important um, in the messages that I'm going to share today and hopefully I'm right. Or perhaps it's just really important for me. I don't know. Either way, strap yourselves in because today we're talking about wild and deliberate imagination. And then I'm also going to be recording a show for you guys about the contrast or difference between awakening and remembering. So hang on to your hats, my friends. Here we go. Welcome to the show. So let's not muck around. Let's get right into the juice of what today's show is all about. Wild and deliberate imagination. So the first thing that I'm going to say about today's show is that you might find it a little noodle baking or you might find it um, a wonderful confirmation of what you potentially already know. And I will say that because what I'm going to share with you guys today is not necessarily new. But I think what I'm doing is I'm adding a label to something that we haven't labeled in this way or in this flavor or color before. And it occurred to me yesterday in a conversation with my mum. So, um, and I often find my mum and I have the most philosophical of conversations and they are so delightful that they spark new trains of thought for me. They spark new neurological patterns happening inside of my brain and when I go off on these tangents you know you're gonna get it <laughs> so try this on for me and if it doesn't work for you cheapest take it off it's like a jumper hey if it fits wear it if it doesn't fit get rid of it so here's the thing when we look at imagination we have to question we don't have to but I have to question why do we have such vivid imaginations? Why? A rock doesn't have it. A plant doesn't have it. Perhaps our animals, maybe they have it because they have dreams. But we are sentient beings with an imagination that if we take into account the law of attraction, we have creative imaginations that become a point of attraction for us to create and manifest. Now, what the hell is going on there that we have taken for granted or not potentially dive down the rabbit hole on? 
We also have foresight, which is our ability to see into the future. It's our ability to see forward. Now, what the hell is going on there? We then get deja vu, where we feel like we've either dreamt something that's currently occurring or we've lived something that's currently occurring in a past life or months ago or whenever. So we have foresight, we have imagination, and we have deja vu. And these are all pointing to an aspect within ourselves that is intensely creative, and it is the point of magnetic manifestation. And then we also know that nothing that currently exists on this planet didn't exist in someone's imagination first. Not a doorknob, not a vase, not a painting, not a carving, not a chair, not a mug. There's nothing that currently exists on this planet that didn't exist in imagination first. Yet when we're children, so bear with me on this, I'm going somewhere. When we're children, in our era and our generation and potentially the few generations behind us and definitely the generations before us, we were not encouraged at all to elaborate on the imagination, to live in the imagination, to expand the imagination. In fact, quite the opposite was true. When we lived in our imagination, we were called um, you know, we, we, we were, it was as if we were living in a fantasy land and God help us if we had an imaginary friend. None of that was ever encouraged. It was always only discouraged because we wanted to fit in, be normal, uh, didn't want anybody to think we were mad going off our heads or crazy. And if somebody lived in their imagination, it meant that they weren't living in reality. Oh, God, I don't know about you, but as I rattle all that shit off, I get very cranky. I get very irritated by that because it is such a huge part of being human, yet it has never actually been developed in the lifetimes of those that have gone before us and those that potentially have come after us for a few generations. My hope and prayer is that parents that are having children now, like my nephews are having kids now, they're in their very early 20s. And both my nephews, one of them's already had their little baby and the other one's about to have a baby. You know, they're in their very early 20s. And my hope and wish is that even though their imaginations may not have been encouraged, and I don't know, I don't know what happened, you know, behind closed doors with their mum and dad, but perhaps they will allow their children's imaginations to run wild. And don't we always say that? I let my imagination run wild. Could you imagine if we allowed our imaginations to run wild, what could be possible for us? So as of today's podcast, my invitation for all of you guys is to allow your imaginations to run wild and see what bloody happens. See what magic gets created. Because there has not been anything 
that's existed that didn't occur in the imagination first. So that's one aspect. The second aspect is that our imagination is not for nothing. It's not purposeless. It's in fact incredibly purposeful when used purposefully. So what do I mean by that? So let's, let's explore this for a quick second. What's brought this to my attention is ever since I came out of Bali, my access to higher realms, other realms, different dimensions has been on overdrive. And when I stand on stage and I share content with you guys, and even on the podcasts, there are times when I'm lost because I'm completely, or the me that's sitting here is completely lost and gone somewhere else. And what you're hearing is not from me or of me. And I know it because when I come back into my skin bag, I don't remember what I've said, but I feel unbelievable. And it is so addictive. And it's that part of speaking that has made me pursue it so ferociously because when you lose yourself and you are able to share messages with hundreds of thousands of people at a time, nothing beats that, not for me anyway. And so what I didn't realize was that that is what was occurring. And the only reason I realize that now is because I've begun developing my imagination as a portal to deliberate channeling and to deliberate hearing and knowing of messages from other realms, higher dimensions and higher dimensions. I've deliberately pursued it. Now, it's not something I've ever pursued. Hey, like I've never been clairvoyant. I've never been clairaudient, sentient. I've never been any of those clairs. At least I never thought that I was. And you know what? I was actually too scared to even consider that one, I would even look into it, much less participate in it. You know, I grew up in quite a... Um, a delicious family of nothing but love, support, and encouragement. But what I also grew up in was a, initially was a religious slant, I guess, nothing major, but a slant in religion that was biblically oriented where there was a scripture in the Bible that I remember quite clearly. And I don't, well, I can't say I remember it quite clearly. I don't remember exactly the words. But I do remember it being something about people who think that they can talk to the dead are delusional. People who think that they can channel are delusional and have nothing to do with them for fear of yourself turning into a pillar of salt. And I remember that being such a big part of the messaging. And that included astrology too, by the way. Don't be thinking that anybody can foretell the future. Don't be looking to the stars. Don't be looking to the oceans. And you know, don't be looking to anything for guidance, in effect, other than the Bible. And that was very adamant. Hey, like that was very specific. It was very clear. And that's just what I grew up with. So much so that I was scared to read the daily horoscopes. I so wanted to. Oh, my God, I really wanted to. And I used to sneak it sometimes when I was younger. 
But then the other piece that inside of me was I was incredibly and have been all my life very connected to nature. Most of you guys who know me know I'm an absolute freak when it comes to animals. I live for animals, all of them. And when it comes to trees and plants and the earth, I'm incredibly sensitive, desperately in love with, um, and crystals. You know, I remember when I was seven years old, we came from South Africa to Australia and I begged my mum and dad to take me to the Australian uh, Minerals Museum because I had read somewhere that they had these stones, quartz, jasper, tiger's eye, um, uh, rutilated quartz, obsidian, uh, lapis lazuli. They had all these stones that were such beautiful different colors, carnelian. They had all these different stones, all these different colors, and I had to see it. I had to see it. And it took my mom and dad years to take me there. But when they took me there, they bought me this little platter of six stones, which I still have to this day. And there's a jasper, there's a fluorite, there's a uh, rose quartz, there's a clear quartz, there's a tiger's eye, and there's, a, uh, there's an obsidian on this little platter. And I was in awe that the earth could produce a pink stone, that the earth could produce a, a black stone. And the fluorite that I had was green and it looked like glass. So I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it, but the, the love that I felt for these stones I, I can't even describe it. It was so it's it, it was so intense. And my whole life, I've always collected crystals, always. Not because of what I thought they would do spiritually, but because of the beauty of them and the fascination that I had. So ever since I was small, I've had this unbelievable connection to nature, the earth, the planet, its crystals, the stars. I haven't found myself drawn too much to the ocean, although I love being in its presence, but, you know, oceanic animals and diving deep into the oceans and scuba diving and stuff, that hasn't really called me. Don't know if it will one day, but it hasn't called me now. So having said all of that, it made me, now, and, just, just, and, and just recently, just recently, uh, this year, January 2023, I woke up and it was the 2nd of January and I woke up with an insatiable desire to talk to angels. Very first time I have ever had that. I have never had that, but I had an insatiable desire and I freaked out thinking, what the hell is this? And I could feel it pulling on my heart. It was like my heart was exploding inside of my chest, this desire that was all consuming and I couldn't avoid it. So I downloaded a bunch of books. In fact, I've downloaded 35 books onto my Kindle and I've read every single one of them and found some wonderful teachers and some wonderful coaches and some wonderful spirit mentors that I've had sessions with and had conversations with to try to understand what the hell is happening to me. And, you know, there's been lots of wonderful conversations that I've had that have really made me curious. Some have made me go, yeah, right, don't believe that. <laughs> and some of them have really confirmed for me what I seem to be experiencing innately. 
What also snapped for me midway through January was a insatiable desire to understand astrology, understand the stars, the star systems, the movement of the stars around the planets, around Earth, to understand the uh, mythological meanings of uh, the stars and the planets, not only in modern Western meaning, but also Vedic meaning and Hellenistic meaning. And also to understand the origin of astrology. Do you know what, guys? I'm fairly analytical and I've been all about the psychology of mankind. I have, I'm an incredibly spiritual being, but I've never been spiritual like this. And in that journey, which, you know, I mean, where are we now? We're April, if you're listening to this podcast this week. We're, in the, we're at the end of April. And I, in total, I have devoured, I think, probably easily, I think the last count was 47 books. And I've watched maybe 100 hours, maybe 200 hours of YouTube videos on all of this content. I've only just scratched the surface. I'm only just learning. I'm a baby. But what I have discovered when it comes to the speaking to the angels and the archangels and the ascended masters and my higher self and the source of all and reaching the mystical realms, what I have discovered is that it requires the imagination as the portal to transport us to those other dimensions and distant realms. I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. And my imagination has been used for coming up with business ideas, coming up with names for things. You know, it's been used for very mundane, uh, boring, in comparison, it's been used for very mundane, very base level functionality. The minute I started to use my, my imagination as a portal to accessing higher dimensions and other realms, I discovered what the imagination's true purpose is when it is used purposefully. And when it is used purposefully, it tends to lay dormant when it is not being used. Now, here's something really interesting as a bit of a sidestep to it or a bit of a byproduct from it is that when the imagination lies dormant, bye-bye anxiety, bye-bye future pacing, bye-bye fighting future battles, bye-bye imagining everything that could possibly go wrong in the future, bye-bye fear, nervousness, and as a result of COVID, I dare say that there has been a level of anxiety sitting at the feet of most of us that we feel like we've resolved, which I felt like I had. But now that my imagination is being used purposefully and therefore it's parked in silence when I'm not using it purposefully, I realized that actually there was some anxiety that was left over. And there was some fighting of future battles and telling myself stories about what people were thinking, what their intentions were, what was going to happen in my world, what I needed to do. 
And what has also gone silent is constant desire and needing for more. Now, not content, don't get me wrong. I can't say that contentment is what's there because I am still a seeker. But what I can say is that we're always looking for more. We're always thinking what we have isn't enough. And we're always having to grow and do more and become more and have more and build more. All of that's gone. And what's left in its place is a beautiful silence that if I wanted to go down that path of what else and what else can I do and what else should I be doing? And I could, I definitely could. And you know what? I'm sure that there is a place for that because I still am in a business that I want to evolve and grow and change and expand. I'm not finished. So I'm sure there will be a time for that. But I think when I engage that aspect of my imagination, that too will be purposeful. So I wanted to share that little snip with you guys, even though it's probably not a real snip, but I wanted to share that little snip with you guys so that you would understand why I'm sharing this podcast with you guys. And hopefully, excuse me, hopefully it will spark an inquiry of your own into whether you decide you want to talk to angels, ascended masters, blah, blah, blah. If you want to do that, by all means, jeepers, reach out to me on SpeakPipe or send me an email at info at karensmith.com and the um, link for SpeakPipe will be in the show notes and that's where you guys can actually call in and leave me a message, leave me a voicemail message. And sometimes that's much easier than having to type a great long email. So by all means, please, if you want to know what I've done, send me a message. I will share absolutely everything with you. I will hold nothing back, I promise. And if that sparks an inquiry of your own, bloody amazing. But if that doesn't, you know, all that angel stuff if, and astrology, if none of that is of interest to you, that's totally cool because the purpose of today's podcast is to have you recognize, inquire into your own imagination and allow it to run wild with you and see what happens. Because the imagination is not something that needs to be suppressed and it's not something that needs to be controlled. The imagination is supposed to be wild. You are supposed to be able to imagine outside of the box in which you live. You are supposed to be able to create outside of the box in which you live. But all creation begins with imagination. And if you've ever read the Kybalion, if you haven't, reach out to me and I will hook you up with a copy or you can get a Kybalion, get the Kybalion on Amazon. The Kybalion is um, part of, him, well, it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a document. It's not a big read. It's a very easy read. It's seven principles that were born from the Hermetic philosophy, which in a lot of reports and research case studies show that hermeticism was the foundation for all religion, for all philosophy and all belief systems originating in Egypt. And one of the principles of 
the hermetic philosophy is the principle of gender, where it states that there is no possibility of creation unless there is masculine and feminine energies combined. Now, we know that to be true when we look at, you know, having babies and all of that. But when we look at it in terms of life, when we look at it in terms of our own creative ability to create and manifest, when we look at it in terms of our businesses and what we want to create and manifest, when we look at it in terms of our relationships and what we want to create and manifest, our body, our diet, our relationship with food, our relationship with people, with the planet, with each other, requires masculine and feminine energy in order for something new to be creative with the emphasis being on new. Everything we have currently is a result of what we have been and what we have thought. Thank you very much. It has served its purpose. It's been amazing. And we are being invited to create new experiences for ourselves. You know it. I know it. We can all feel it. So let's get with the program. In order for us to create anything new, what do we know? It must occur in the imagination first, which is the feminine. The imagination is the creator. We created in the imagination first, but we cannot create from the place of what we already have. We must allow the imagination to run wild so that it creates from the space of that which is outside of the frame in which we live. The imagination must run wild in order for it to come up with new ideas that you haven't experienced before, new manifestations that you haven't experienced before, not extensions of what you've currently got, not more of what you've currently got, but something new. And you know it, you're craving it. I can feel it for you and I can feel it for myself. We're all craving it. We have changed since COVID and we are craving a new normal. So it must start in the imagination, which is the feminine. The masculine energy is the action-oriented. It is the dynamism. So the two are absolutely required. But you can't think that you can just step into action, 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 hustle, 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 and think you're going to create something new. That is the old way. That is old news. It don't work. We know that. <laughs> so... Being in constant action does not change what we have. Writing new business plans, setting up new strategies does not change what we have. It does not change our results. What changes our results is, well, we are not human doings. And you guys have probably all heard this. We are not human doings. We are human beings. And what occurs in the being inside of the skin bag is self-awareness occurs inside of the skin bag. Imagination occurs inside of the skin bag. Self-talk occurs inside of the skin bag. Silence occurs inside of the skin bag. Anxiety occurs inside of the skin bag. Depression occurs inside of the skin bag. And these are thoughts occur inside of the skin bag. Emotions occur inside of the skin bag interpretations, perceptions, beliefs, values, all occur inside of our own individual skin bags. So if we're to have a look at what occurs inside of our skin bags, inside of the being, what are the components of that being that are 
potentiality unexpressed, that are pure potentiality that is yet to be made manifest. Well, if we look at all of the things, it starts with imagination. Everything starts with imagination. Anxiety starts with imagination. Depression starts with imagination. All of it starts with imagination. If imagination is that powerful, if it is that creative, that it can literally change and rule a life, then we must begin to use that imagination for good and not for pain. We must use that imagination for creativity, not for suffering. So when we allow that imagination to run wild with us, new potentialities, new possibilities open up. And if you're somebody who feels like you're not creative, go and get yourself the book, Julia Cameron wrote it, and it's called The Artist's Way, where you begin to develop a connection to your creativity because we all are creative. 50% of you is creative. 50% of you is analytical and action-oriented. 50% of you is feminine. 50% of you is masculine. That's the way we're born and that's the way we're developed. Uh, sorry, that's the way that we are innately. How we're developed, however, puts that out of balance. So I'm going to leave today's podcast with a couple of instructions and hopefully some invitations for you guys. If you feel like you're not a creative person, which I felt like I wasn't, go and do some work on being creative. You know, I read Julia Cameron's um, The Artist's Way. What an amazing book. I still take myself out on a two-hour date by myself every week. I go roller skating. I go chewing hubba bubba bubble gum down by the beach, blowing bubble gums, bubble, big bubbles with the grape bubble gum flavor because that's what I used to have when I was a kid. I go, I go to drawing classes now. I paint with my fingers I play in the garden. I play with all of the dogs. I go to a dog park and I stand in the middle and I just watch the dogs. You know, those are the things that I live for and I love. And it develops the other side of my awareness and my imagination, which then gives me more access to more creativity. And I designate specific time in my month. It's not every day. You guys can do it daily. It's up to you, whatever floats your boat. But I dedicate specific time in my month where I spend creating new directions, new ideas, new potentialities in my business because that's where I, I'm, I'm most self-expressed is in my business. Now, if I don't feel like I want to express something new, then I've just got a couple of days off. But if I feel like there's something knocking on the door, there's something tapping on the window saying, you know what, I think there's something more for you. I think you can stretch a bit more. I think you can move in a slightly different direction to make a bigger difference to others. Then I will tap into my imagination and I will allow my imagination to run wild with what could be possible for me and for you. And I don't rush myself. If I get the spontaneous idea from my imagination immediately then I take action on it I engage the masculine and I start taking action and I see where it takes me 
and it may not ever come to fruition, but I allow myself the exercise of exploring what that is. I don't hold that back. But if something takes two or three days for it to actually come through, I don't let go. I don't let myself off the hook. I don't let go. I continue to sit in the creative space of, of wild imagination. You know, I've painted in my office one of the walls with a whiteboard paint. And I have these beautiful whiteboard markers in soft pinks and electric greens and vibrant blues that I draw all over the walls. And I stand there if nothing's coming to me. I stand there with my pen at the ready for three days and I wait and I draw whatever comes or I write whatever comes to me, knowing that there will be something wild that will come from that, that will then allow me to explore, have conversations with, um, you know, my angels, with my guardians, with ascended masters, with, you know, kind of tapping into the collective consciousness to see if this would be of value. And it allows me to move beyond a very human, analytical, driven, hustling, strategic way of growing to a much more holistic spiritual, for sure, but a much more holistic and much more conscious and much more prepared, um, a much more delicious way of adding products, adding services, growing my business, growing my offering. It allows me to expand beyond anything I could ever possibly have done up until this point. And I think that's why it's so important to share this podcast with you guys, because I have run a super successful business since 2006 and very fortunate to have made millions on being of ultimate service to as many people as I possibly could. For me, it was never about the money. Still to this day, nothing I do is ever about the money. When I'm asking consciousness, if what I'm creating is going to be of value, it's not monetary value. It's of value in the context of, will this make a difference? Will this move hearts and inspire minds? And if the answer is, hell yes, I'm in boots and all. And if the answer is, well, you know, I don't think it's what we need, then I'm back to the drawing board again. So for me to have run such, such a successful business, using all of the traditional methods that we've all used and we've all been exposed to that we all know about, if I could run a successful business doing that, and here I am now in 2023 sitting here saying to you that my business now, that it includes wild imagination, it includes the, the principle of gender, it includes access through the imagination to the portals, through the, through, the, through the portals to higher realms and other dimensions. It allows access to that and it magnifies my point of magnetic manifestation and attraction to such an extent, if only I had known, <laughs> if only I had known that the, mag that the magnetic vibrational frequency enhancement that is invoked 
as a result of this wild imagination and then lining up however you line up, lining up with whatever comes, sh shifts your vibration to such an extent that your magnetic point of attraction is almost immediate. So be careful what you wish for. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's, almost, it's almost immediate because your vibrational frequency becomes a match to that very thing that you're trying to create almost instantly. And I'm saying almost because sometimes it's not so much, but it's definitely not a year or, you know, indefinite. You become a, a magnetic point of attraction for your manifestation simply by allowing your imagination to run wild. So on that note, if you feel like you need to develop some attributes first because you may have lived in a very masculine environment, which I did, and it's through nobody else's fault but my own, and I wouldn't change it, by the way. You know, life unfolds beautifully for us and everything is purposeful. And having experienced life so mass in, in such a masculine way, the development of the, the feminine creativity, I have to say, is incredibly delicious. It's unbelievably divine. And the journey has been worth the wait if I could say that much. So Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way, is a wonderful way to get started. Whip over to, and I'm just talking about art now, but whip over to your local Eckersley's or your local art supply store and buy pencils and creative colouring in books and just experience colour. Allow yourself to really dive into what blue is and all the different kinds of blue and all the different kinds of yellows and reds and greens and purples and goodness knows what happens when you start mis mi mixing colors. Now we've got a whole other mystery being revealed. If you're anything like me, everything landed up brown <laughs> until I actually got the gist of what the hell I was even doing. But you know, join an art class or if you don't have time for that, buy a, a notepad, buy a book and just draw whatever you see. If it's crap like what I draw is totally crap. It's terrible. I'm so bad at it. But I'm still doing it because what I'm understanding is that it is developing my creativity. I don't care if it doesn't look like the tree that I'm trying to draw or if it doesn't look like the, the apple I'm trying to draw. That's not the point. The point is... I'm getting a connection to creativity and I'm revitalizing another side of my brain. So go ahead and give those sorts of things a try. Connect yourself into nature. Let go of the labels that you have for things like a mug or a couch or a lamp. Let go of the labels and just be with the couch. Be with the mug. Be curious about the lamp and actually see the spectacular nature of what it is that you're looking at, which when you gave it a label, you stopped seeing it. Now try doing that with the tree or a plant. Try doing that with your pets in the ocean or the, or the mountains or grass or a palm tree. Allow your being to step forward as opposed to constantly being in action and being distracted 
by your phone, by your kids, by your husband, by your wife, by your television, by your job, by your car repayments, by your mortgage. All of those things are there for sure. But give yourself an experience of being with the things that are around you, even if it's a micro moment. That micro moment will elevate you and give you such an extraordinary experience of another part of what your skin bag is actually here for. Your skin bag is not just here to be doing things in order to have the things that you want. Because as soon as we live that way, everything is finite, and which means you're constantly looking for more. When we act from the place of being and allow the feminine aspect within ourselves, whether you're a guy or a girl, I'm talking to both of you. When we allow that state of being to be present, it develops the feminine side of ourselves, which is a huge component that's been missing. And from that feminine aspect, we can then allow our imaginations to run wild and to create and manifest that which is outside of the box in which we live. And it's the reason that you're here. Creativity is the reason we are here manifestation, creation, development, wonderment, bliss, joy, excitement, variety. It's all the reasons that we're here. And it all starts with using the imagination purposefully, deliberately, and wildly. So hopefully, this podcast has gotten the message across for you guys today. As I said, if you want to know anything about any of the books that I've read or any of the paths that I've gone down, send me a message, leave me a voicemail on SpeakPipe and the link will be in the show notes. Otherwise, go ahead and email me at info at karensmith.com. Now, I do get tons of emails. So if it takes me a little bit of time to get back to you, don't panic. My promise is that I will get back to every single one of you. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed today's podcast. It's been an absolute joy for me to share it with you. I can't wait to talk to you about the next podcast, which is all about the difference between awakening and remembering. Ooh, that's going to be a golden podcast. I can't wait to see and talk to you guys then until the next show. Keep inspiring minds, moving hearts and developing and growing your own soul and self-awareness. So much love coming your way. I'll see you soon. Bye for now, everybody. Mm -hmm.